0: my name is joe and welcome to the very first episode of the wicked cool kids podcast an exciting new part of the wicked cool kids discord server with me i have two incredible people both of them wonderful human beings for innumerable reasons and the ones that i regularly describe as the mama and papa bears of the community so tell us who you are a little bit about yourself and we'll explore exactly how the wck server came to be lee would you like to kick us off
1: yeah sure um so i'm i'm lee uh one of the the founders of this server um massive nerd into dungeons and dragons magic the gathering anything that has some sort of magic or fantasy in, i'm probably interested in um yeah uh father of two kids husband amazing husband to be honest yeah <laughs> that's,
2: if that's he does much... say so himself <laughs> that's, that's that pretty much it. my resume I,
0: I was i was going to completely agree with you on the amazing father bit and then you jumped in and um, <laughs> sent it to the husband route i love it yeah. how about you Kristen? can you uh, um, tell us a bit about yourself
2: yeah uh Kristen, also uh one of the founders of the server um Mom of four, a lot. And apparently also the rest of the server. I love it because I feel like it. Um, (laughs) I'm everybody's mom. Um, Wife, massive nerd about a bunch of different things. Um, D&D, my oldest, actually got me into it right at the start of COVID um, because he wanted to play it. And then everything shut down and he didn't have anybody to play with. And so I... Was very overwhelmed, figured out how to play, and here I am. Now he's mad that I have more games than he does. Um, Harry Potter is another thing I really geek out to. Um, Music, I mean, we could go on all day, but we probably shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And I'm not amazing. I'm just okay.
0: You are kind of of amazing, except you (laughs) love Harry Potter, but everyone has, you know, a a negative Uh, vice. okay. (laughs) 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 And uh, as I say, my name's Joe. You'll also see me around the server as teacher-priest. I joined the server by luck because of a desire to play games with my son, looking for people who could teach me more about how to play things like D&D. And I very quickly went from learning how to play so I could join in with him to running games myself. And I found myself completely absorbed and well integrated into this whole community, not just the games, but uh, the camaraderie and the fellowship as well. So the two of you, as you both say, you founded WCK some time ago now, and it's become a pretty big community it even has a merch store at this point but that didn't happen overnight it's not like you lived next door to each other (laughs) and had this idea by having conversations over the hedge so when and how did WCK even come to be in the first place what was the kickoff point
1: (sighs) um I think the the kickoff point was after I ran a one shot I guess, Um, yeah, uh, got together with some people that I was playing online with, um, decided we had a free day, I'd run a one-shot, very nervous DM, especially for people I don't know, so it was a big thing for me, and yeah, ran the one-shot, and there was a few things in there that cropped up that I was not expecting, which is why the server came about. Um, the DM that we that hosted the server dropped dropped in unannounced. Didn't say anything. Didn't say mind if I join, mind if I listen in, or anything like that. Jumped in, which put me straight on like high alert. Like, oh my god, what's happening? I had to list, like, have him listening while I was DMing, and I'm very nervous at public public speaking. If I don't, I mean, you can probably tell now because I know things are going on. You're doing wonderful. Um, yeah but uh, when when things are like this, then I get panicky, manage to settle, and then Kristen thought, let's not have let's not have that go happen again, some curveball when you're already in a stressful situation. Mm. And this, yeah we took on.
2: matters into our own hands. <laughs> um, yeah, to just further expound upon that, basically, um, the the place that we were at uh, offered that we could host. Um, well, that Lee could host a one shot. And um, I believe all of the players, you knew all of the players um, and it was still closer to the beginning of our relationship. So um, I think still a little nervous in general with the people, not quite as comfortable. Um, But in particular, this DM, uh, Lee had asked for feedback from him before, uh, sent him tapes of him Uh, DMing. And he said he would get around to listening to it. I don't know if he ever did. But I do know that he never um, provided feedback. Um, I listened to the same ones. I gave the feedback that I could. But at that point, I don't think I had even run anything. I was still fairly new to playing. Um, And then when all of a sudden he popped in, um, there was a huge difference in Lee's demeanor. He had just, like, found his stride, and then all of a sudden, panic mode (laughs) commenced. So I said to myself, that's not happening again. And I didn't know what I was doing, but, like, I do most of the things I do, winged it, and figured out how to start my own little server. And, uh, yeah, it was him and me, me and him, him and I, the two of us um, (laughs) at the beginning. And then we just systematically brought in people that would participate in these one shots that Lee would run. And uh, yeah, it's, it's gone from just inserting people for particular one shots to other people have said, Oh yeah. I mean, can my friend join too? Can my friend join too? And it's, Snowball. Ah, where it is now, which is not massive on the grand scheme of things, but it's
1: large for me. It feels
2: like like, I mean, from starting from like a handful of people to over seventy at this point, it feels like a
0: lot. It's definitely a big community at this point. Yeah, I was I was personally invited by A member who didn't know me but lives very close to my town I like I say was trying to get into tabletop games like D&D so that I could play with my son and I put out this plea on Facebook when a local store closed down just as I found it saying where I can find out more and and one of the members of this community reached out said hey I know this great group of people You'd, you'd be welcome and I was really lucky in that way but as you say you started off inviting people that you knew and growing the community that way but how have you encouraged the growth going from like a few people that you started off knowing personally and then allowing members to invite people themselves how how, have you encouraged that sort of thing or was I just super lucky with the person that I was invited by or how did that evolve
2: sometimes 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 my anxiety takes over and I'm like no more new people I can't handle any more new people (laughs) um but in general as soon as somebody uh As soon as as somebody asks, uh, can I invite so-and-so or, oh, hey, I saw this person on Facebook and they had this story behind it and I was thinking that we could be helpful to them. Um, I guess it's my mama bear side that turns on and goes, oh, I Um, mean, we're a really nice group of people and we like to help people learn and we like to help people feel comfortable and we like to make sure that people understand, hey, you know what, you don't get better without being a little vulnerable and putting yourself out there and then I guess I have to take that message back and internalize and I can't get better as a person if I don't open myself up and say okay fine new members it's okay (laughs) (laughs) Lee is much nicer than I am he actually sees people on Facebook going I had this really bad group that I was playing with and you know whatever the story is and he's like I think that they would do really well here just just come in and
1: sit down take a seat and yeah just get settle yourself in and we'll have fun yeah, He's our mayor. A, <laughs> that's,
0: that's a good description. And I, I think that attitude is sort of contagious. You know, myself, I've invited a couple of new people more recently, and hopefully they will fit well. They seem to be. But as I've learned myself, with a lot of guidance from the two of you, it's a lot of commitment to organize and run games. Inviting new people is great, and it expands the community, and it means more players, potentially more DMs as well. But it's a lot of commitment to do it, and keeping that going is really admirable. And this thing has grown way beyond that, where individual members are offering to start things or to instigate things. But was this growth really sudden? Was it like from the day you you built the server to kind of a couple of months later, you had 30, 40 people? Or was it a really slow burn? Because I've been in the community for around a year now, and it feels quite explosive. But actually, in retrospect, it's a few people a month. Has it always been the same? Or did you have
1: like a sudden burst? Um, I think there was just like a... I don't even know what it was. It was just like one week or something it it just seemed to be like a mass influx of people and then it just continued and continued after that i don't know what the what the catalyst for it was or I mean, you guys, you you guys are the catalyst for it. I can tell you that now.
2: Well, also math, but (laughs) because the the more people that you have, if everybody invites one person and you start with two and each one of those invites one, then you have, you know, two more and then you have four more. And so it's it's just going to expand that way. But I I do think that in the beginning, um, when it was really kind of focused on, one shots. And I think Lee was the only one running anything at that point. Um, then we had people like Jason come in, not super long afterwards. And um, he's also a great DM who runs a bunch of stuff for the servers. And so then he brought his people in um, and then we had a couple of people who were like, Oh, well, what about this game? Or can we play these online video games together? And so it went from a place to play one-shots with a couple of familiar people to a place where there were a couple of people hosting those kind of events to then it kind of snowballed into other things. And then you have people coming in saying, hey, you know what? I also do Call of Cthulhu. I also do Vampire the Masquerade. I also do whatever else. And so it's just the more things you have the more interest you're going to generate within a community and so people keep falling into place. Um, I think Clock tower actually which hasn't gone on in a bit, Clock tower brought in a lot of people yeah. um, and that might have been because it's a a paid subscription and it was a place to play for free you know because we had a subscription um, or it could have just been like, hey, we're having a lot of fun over here or a combination of the both um, but yeah. I think that I think that it was pretty slow for a bit and then a couple of certain catalysts kind of fired off and it exploded.
0: Sure. So and I Clock <laughs> <laughs> a really good point, actually. I remember I joined not because of Clock Tower, but I think that kind of came into play around about the same time that I joined. One of my favorite things about that is that you guys, you especially Lee, put that on and just did it, just hosted it, We're really generous with it. I think most people that were playing it. I think you're right. Maybe some joined because it was a free place to play. But I think the vast majority of people, honestly, that played it, had no idea that it cost any money and were completely oblivious to the fact that, Lee, you were just paying for it month on month. Even though there were the odd month here and there where we had little play, you just kept it going. And that really helped, I think, to bump the numbers in the community and keep the growth going, which is amazing. You've mentioned that it's not just d we have people who are interested in Cthulhu and by the mass grade and it goes beyond that into video games and even some other social activities as well and i know that to help with that community members are tagged with roles based on what they want to be a part of so that people with a similar interest can naturally form social groups and that's cool as well we've even had and have coming up some physical meetups but did you originally hope that the community would grow like this that it would get bigger or was your original intention always just a little group of people playing together to keep it small yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it was just originally just small group, some somewhere where we could just go to play these games sort of thing um, with people that were interested in it. We, I never thought it would actually go into something like this, like a community. I thought it would just be, well, I mean, it still is, just a group of friends, but it's a, a massive group of friends at this point now for yeah. me, um, which I never expected it to go to. Um, but it's really nice to see, to be honest.
2: Yeah, the first day that somebody joined it, I was like, I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) And it's much more frequent now. I have no idea. And now it's me trying to sneak around and figure out who knows this person and how they came to be a part of the server. Um, It goes, someone
1: joins, and then Kristen messages me, go, who is this? <laughs> who is
2: this? who is it? Who, who but I don't them here? know. I don't know. <laughs> you're the mayor, you're supposed to know these things. <laughs> um but something that I did want to mention that I I don't know that I've actually spoken to you about is it it um I feel like I'm spilling a little bit of tea here. So in the very beginning, right, when this whole thing happened, um somebody had made a comment to Lee about his role playing and that really kind of squashed the little confidence he had. And I say that not as a, like, he should have had little confidence. He was doing great at what he did. And he's self-admittedly a shyer person. And so it's hard to put yourself out there. And as soon as that person, you know, after being asked for feedback, instead of giving any sort of positivity, just kind of shut him down, um, we... Quickly after the one shot started, we started up a role playing club. And actually, I really, I'm a role player. I really wish that that would come back Uh and maybe. You know we could do that, but oh,
0: well. um, you're like, you of all yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but I said, you know what? If this is something you want to work on, we'll do it, and we'll basically just kind of uh, poke you until you're numb and you don't feel the pokes anymore, and you'll just <laughs> do it and go forward with it. Um, and I think that that actually brought a couple of people in because I think role play is a very vulnerable thing. And a lot of people don't feel like they can cross that barrier. And so if you have a smaller group of people that you feel comfortable with, uh, you're more likely to allow yourself that vulnerability versus I think, probably it stopped when more people joined, people got less familiar with people. Um, But I think there are several of us There are some of us who don't care who they role play around, but there are some of us who have actually been poked to the point of being numb and I think will role play with some other people. Like if I just have one person that I'm comfortable with, we can attack this together. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Bring back role play club.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's a great idea. I mean, I was really fortunate enough. My very first ever game was run by you, Lee. And Christian knew it, in it, along with a few other of the better RP members of the community. And I, within about five minutes of joining, realized just how free and flexible everyone in the game was. So I was as well. And it was kind of in at the deep end, trial by fire. And afterwards, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry if I was too much and ever Supportive, having like that small group really helped. But also just having that trial by fire, having so many people here who are fantastic at it who are supportive and even those who aren't very good at it still give it a go and still support the others who do it. There's almost no judgment on the server almost any of the time, which is incredible. Um, I think
2: that's a big thing because a lot of the people who are good at it will encourage other people to do it. And I, I think I know with me, People would say you're good at X, Y, Z, and I said it doesn't matter. I'm playing my way, and you play your way. And just because somebody's really good with this doesn't mean that you need to even measure up to that, right? Um, many times, just try it. Who's who's going to laugh at you if you try a British accent? And well, I mean, you guys don't have to try, but you know me, sometimes <laughs> I have to try. Um, <laughs> but if 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 you try and you fail, so what? So what? At the end of the day, so what? And so many of us have that same look, right? And so you bring that to the people who are like, oh, but what if it sounds wrong? What happens if I start French and all of a sudden it goes German? Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you start French and it goes German. And then you have some sort of either reason for that in your character that you can play with. Um, I was actually talking to my son about that. And it was specifically about a British accent. And he said, sometimes it kind of transforms into something else. And I said, people aren't a textbook accent, right? We come from all over. Each individual person is kind of this melting pot of linguistics and accents and language. And it's okay if you are French and all of a sudden you said a word in Italian, because that happens in real life. You know, it just, it it is. And so having so many people encouraging other people to just try it has fostered, I think, a lot of positive change. Um, I think that, Lee, you can probably see that in several of your games, right? And I, I know that um, a game that we play with with Jason too, um, his partner was super shy and has come out of her shell magnificently just because it's more encouragement. Like, hey, we're we're a group of friends, like nobody's here. To judge you. And if they're here to judge you, they don't belong here. And we will take care of that mama and daddy style. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You go to the timeout corner first. And if you don't learn your lesson, you're just going to have to leave. I'm sorry, because I don't want any of that negativity in this space.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that's why I label you guys as the mama and papa bear, because you don't suffer fools, you take no nonsense, and you're very protective of the community at large, which works wonders. I especially love, by the way, you talking about your son doing English accents, and no one's here to judge you. But you know, I'm reminded of the other night when we were playing uh, Cthulhu game. I I didn't judge you. You didn't judge me. It was wonderful because I openly admitted, oh, I've been giving the Boston accent a little go, and you immediately like, oh my god, please stop. <laughs> 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 not, not, in a, not in a how dare you, or judgmental way, just, just in a, yeah. because you knew we were going to slightly take the mick out of it. It was more of a fun.
2: Personally, understand. I just don't love the Boston accent, and I, mean, I live too I, close to it to, listen to
0: it's, it's so it's totally all the more wonderful. To, but more but wonderful I
2: give you a really live. great piece of feedback that it's not coffee yep. because that's New York. It's coffee,
0: which Gas, is Boston, yeah.
2: right? You got to draft. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was. Learning. It was great. Yeah, that's it. I brought it up. I said. I said the wrong. I said, like you say, coffee. No, no, no. Right? It's coffee.
2: And then we had to do the pack, the car and Harvard Yard.
0: Pack the car. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You're great. I loved it. I loved it. Next next time. Just bring it's, bring the accent. It's
0: the best thing. I think I remember when I very first started DMing here because I went from being a player to DMing fairly quick because I wanted to be able to do it for my son. So in at the deep end again. And I chose my players basically first come first served. I'd already chosen the accents for all of my NPCs and it just so happened that one of them was going to be Scottish and then first player in was Scottish. And I immediately was like, oh God, he's going to mm. hate my accent. <laughs> he, he embraced it, he loved it, he thought it was hilarious. And that, I think most of the time in an environment like this where it's supportive and help each other. Most of the time, you give it a go, you're not going to offend anyone. At the worst, they're going to find it slightly funny. So encouragement to everyone to just give it a go. Interestingly, you brought up the naughty corner. so <laughs> bigger communities always experience problems. The bigger it is the bigger the disparity between people's feelings and opinions and general mindsets. And you have both always been very vocal about shielding your members and protecting the community. To join the Wicked Call Kids server, new members have to read and react to the message. It includes the statement, we strive to ensure that this community is a safe and enjoyable space for all of us. And it goes on to touch on things like mental health, fair play, and other similar topics. How have you managed to keep the community so harmonious? I think because...
1: It is everybody is here for the same reason um it sort of it just works like they know that they can come here they don't have to have you know like that worry or fear of like somebody poking fun at them or anything like that or if they're not having a good day they know they can talk about it and people will listen and offer advice or any help that they can um so i think knowing that you've got a place like that you're not going to want to be a dick, as it were. you know, like mm. you you want to strive to make it a good place because you yourself enjoy being there. So that's how I feel. It sort of works. Um,
2: I think that's that's pretty accurate. And I also think, right. Like we set the tone in the very beginning, and the the server was created because of a specific tone, right? It was a tone that we were experiencing and we decided we didn't like and so then we came here made this and i think it's 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 a little bit of column a and a little bit of column b in terms of one we're proactive starting with that welcome message um there we're all i, I mean i say we all i think especially the admin team does a really great job of periodically just like, hey, mental health check-in. Hey, I'm feeling shitty. And I'm just going to post a positive message. You're here for a reason. We all love you. And it doesn't matter if I know you or not. We're all here for a reason. We love you. And we're glad that you're here. And so those proactive bits of positivity, I think, set the tone. But also, right, if you have people who pass the vibe check who are inviting other people, they're not going to invite dicks. You know, right. They're also going to, in theory, they should be inviting other people who also are passing the vibe check. And we've really only had one issue. And um, that issue, I think, was dealt with pretty well. Actually, I'm going to say very well. And that's not not arrogantly uh, on all sides. The 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 issue on our side, the issue from the other side, it went really well. We were able to reach a resolution and things have gone on. But I I think the people that kind of were involved in that situation who it affected saw that we were serious about keeping the community a safe place for people. And that continued to kind of set the tone. And that's a while back at this point. So there are so many people who don't even know that that issue even happened. Um, But just continuing to keep an eye on the situation. And right now it's, it's small enough that we don't have, people starting fires for the sake of starting fires, you know. Um, but if, if we smell smoke, we're, <laughs> we're around uh, <laughs> to put the fire out before it, before it starts. So yeah. Um, is And as soon as people decide that they want to be negative about themselves, I think we all as a community, not, not me, not Lee, not any one person, we all as a community are really quick to kind of gather around that person in a circle of support and say like, hey, you know what, sometimes shit happens, but it's okay. And you've got this. And hey, maybe you should listen to this song. Hey, maybe I sent you a cute cat video, whatever it is, to kind of bring that person back up and realize that, you know, we are humans, and we have emotions, and we have bad days, and we have good days, and we have shitty things that happen. But we're all here in one way or another to support them, whether it be cat videos or something else
0: <laughs> i was i was fully prepared for you both to completely undersell yourselves in uh, the things that you do low level in the background to keep the community n- not just safe but running happy i'm glad that you brought some of those things up it's it's, it's very easy especially in your position to just, ah, just it it runs itself everything just works but you you, you know guys, what but
2: it's not you, just us it's yeah. not just us yeah, it's that's, a that's lot hard. of the other people too that are posting positive things and um I it's great because I, I feel sometimes like, oh, I'm the add-on because I'm so far behind most of the server in terms of time, right? In case you didn't realize, anybody listening, I am not from the UK. And so I am not on the same time zone as 95% of the rest of you guys. Um, and it is amazing for me to wake up and see those messages and so i can just continue on in my morning and post positive in my morning which just continues throughout the day um and that's it's i guess kind of a good thing that we have people in different time zones that like hey you know what it's the middle of the night for you guys but it's only dinner time for me have a positive message and so you guys wake up to something um yeah
0: yeah 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 it works and i think it lends itself the fact that the community has grown to this size means that, and because you, as as you say, Lee, foster this background ethos of people are nice and they invite nice people. And everyone here is open and we've got a variety of situations and a variety of economy backgrounds. Everyone everyone is different. We are broad, wide, and it's wonderful. And that also means that if someone does have a problem, there's then a small group of people that they can feel safe talking to and that they can interact with. And it's awesome. And I think if it was still a very small community, that maybe would be a bigger challenge. It's a wonderful place to be. As well as just dealing with the day to day, you're both really proactive at doing things for and with Wicked Cool Kids. Christian, like you say, you're not in the UK. So your time zone is different, which means that you can organize things almost offset as well, which is great. And work when we're not working and vice versa. But you guys have organized Jackbox game nights, party nights and things like that. You've carefully cultivated the Discord server with subcategories so that groups of people can get together separately and play things that the third interest them. And there's also things like the art competitions that regularly come up. But at this point, people just ask for something and then everyone goes wild drawing whatever they are capable <laughs> of drawing, <laughs> which is always fun. Um, all of these things have kept the server active and kept the community healthy but have there been any particular stumbling blocks at keeping it active? Have you ever felt like it was waning and you needed to do something to keep it moving
1: forward? That's a good question. I don't think, I don't think there's been anything where, it, where we felt like, oh, it's, it's extremely quiet. What can we do to encourage people to get involved? But there have been times where people have been less involved, but mm. I jot that down to the time of the year it is. Usually over summer, people are less involved because you're out and about and you know with your your families your friends outside that you because you're enjoying the weather um if you're like me though you hate the sun and stay indoors (laughs) that's 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 why i'm usually always on
0: (laughs) the irony of your job with that statement
1: by the way (laughs) yeah
2: your outdoor job
1: yeah Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah so um i just i just think there's just been that and uh yeah i don't I don't think we have actually hit anything that's really stopped us going forward or having a locked of active members.
2: I'll be completely honest, there are times where I'll see like, oh, hey, we posted this one-shot event and then nobody wants to join it. Or, hey, I I posted this really positive message and nobody reacted to it. And sometimes I get inside my own head and those are my own issues. Absolutely nobody else is responsible for making me feel any sort of certain way. Um, but absolutely, uh, that can affect me personally. Uh, that doesn't mean that I don't keep trying because then I'll go. Lee, everybody hates me, and he's like, "Why are you acting like such a fool?" That's not true, and I'm like, "Well, it's a little bit true, but nobody liked this." And he goes, "Okay, so maybe people are busy." And I'm like, "Oh, fine, bring logic into it. It's fine." (laughs) (laughs) And then you know he'll he'll do something like, "I'm just gonna post a silly song for everybody to listen to," and it kind of brings people back. It just you know it always kind of ebbs and flows, and especially again for me being on a different time zone sometimes i'm like everybody should be active where is everybody and i go oh mm, you know it's dinner time for them or it's people are still at work or it's bedtime right (laughs) sleep is for a little week but you know um yeah Mm. yeah
0: but but we keep
2: trying because and and inevitably uh, I'm gonna say like fifty percent of the time, what winds up Well, I'm sitting in my own uh, puddle of mope over here. somebody else will post something and then it starts the fire. you know it it stokes it back. so it's it's never like it's it's in a lull for a, a grand period of time
0: it, it always people are hard. people are very supportive of each other's games as well, I've noticed because time zones are one issue, but also things like whether you've got kids or not makes a difference. I mm-hmm. personally find it difficult to play before 7.30 because I want to get the kids into bed and so on. And there's been plenty of times when a one-shot has been posted and I've been like, ah, I probably can't play this because... And as long as I'm honest, then very often the timing can be adjusted. Yeah. Or or I can be invited to a second session, which is exactly what happened with Cthulhu. So yeah, sometimes it can feel disheartening, I guess, on both sides when you're trying to organise some things and also, like me, when I'm trying to participate. But it always seems to come round in the end. Do you see anything in particular in Wicked Kids future? We've obviously started doing this. There's a few other things on the boil, but is there anywhere you want it to go or anything you imagine it progressing to? Or are you happy just riding the wave and keep doing what you're doing?
1: Uh, taking over the world next on the card.
0: <laughs> <laughs> does that make Christian pinky in You're the Brain?
1: Uh, no, I think it be the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, this, uh, the merch store is fairly new and uh, the feedback that we've gotten in terms of prizes, because occasionally we do giveaways, that prizes that people were excited about. I was really happy to see that people were excited to have the potential to win something with our logo on it. and it's really kind of cool. I mean, I even know this person who went and got it tattooed on their body permanently. <laughs>
0: what, what a crazy fool um, that month.
2: <laughs> but I, I think that it's really cool. And I think that even though I'm going to have a little bit of FOMO, when it happens, the the meetup that is happening this month, this month. Oh, my gosh. It's this month. Um, I'm, I'm so excited for the people who are able to get together to be able to get together and things like that, potentially in the future, like a bigger once a year kind of thing. So some people can save up money for airfare and stuff like that um, Mm -hmm. is, is I think great. Um, Yeah. Uh, Potentially recording a, a campaign. I'm super excited to do that and be able to kind of affiliate that, with us um because that is how we got started and it's what most of us like to do too so yeah
0: awesome well it's probably about all we've got time for if anyone wants more wicked content issue number six of our monthly newsletter just dropped in the discord on Mm -hmm. the 1st of october which has got articles on Vampire the Masquerade, The Last No Man's Sky, Echoes Update, and so much more. People from our community contribute to that. If you want a chance to contribute, maybe offer your services. We've also just posted a short video on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash wickedcoolkids. It's full of laughter and terrible aim. So uh, make (laughs) sure to check that one out. (laughs) Is there anything either of you would like to specifically plug?
2: Yeah, I'm just going to give a quick shout out to our newsletter designer, Jason. When we were coming up with the idea, he kind of took it and made it what it is now, which is phenomenal. Uh, He does different exclusive content for us. He had these creatures and monsters that he created complete with statistics, descriptions, pictures. Um, He has one shots, different assets, maps, all sorts of different things that he gives the community. If you're interested, he also has an Instagram where he posts some other things. It's jbmedia.dnd. You can find those goodies, some other goodies, and there's also a link to his Patreon. If you have anything extra, uh, it'd be great to throw his way to continue to be able to do all of this stuff, or at least maybe just buy him a coffee while he's doing all this work to uh, give to our community. That'd be great. So um, at the very least, I just wanted to say thank you, Jason. We appreciate what you do.
0: Hopefully there's some links in in the newsletter as well. There'll be some floating around the Discord. Yeah. Um, and if if you lovely people would like to support the community and help help us with things like the giveaways that mentioned and so on, uh, why don't you head to redbubble.com slash people slash kids. We'll put links everywhere for some physical merch. Or we've just opened patreon.com slash wickedcoolkids for digital treats as well, including some of the assets that uh, Wonderful JB Media has put together. So thank you, Kristen and Lee, for chatting with me. It has been great fun for me. Thank you, all of you, for listening. And if you can't be cool, be wicked. See you next time.
2: Thanks, Joe.